wherever you're listening to the show, please subscribe to the show so that you are getting notified about every new episode that comes out and leave a rating of the show so that other people can know about it. We can move up the algorithm so other people can work on their game the same way you're working on your game. Now let's get to it. I have a text line where I send out a free daily motivation text to everyone in my community every morning. If you want to get that text, text me at this number right now, 305-384-6894, 305-384-6894, straight to your phone, free, every day, daily motivation. Send me a text right now. Another person feeling heard is purely subjective. That means it is completely dependent on how the other person feels and it has nothing to do with what you think you did or how you feel that you did it. So this is the softest of soft skills. Dayolday.com. Pretty exceptional. Work on your game. I like the approach. Work on your fucking game. Everybody has relates to what Dre's saying in a different way. Work on your game. I like the way he thinks. Work on your fucking game. I like the frameworks that he's put together. Work on your game. And I would highly recommend it to anybody that's trying to work on their game. Work on your fucking game. I think it's a good approach. It's a different approach, too. Hey, you, work on your game. Gave me something really good. Work on your game. Dreolday.com. And his philosophy makes a lot of sense. Not only work on your game, perfect your craft. Work on your game. He knows how to communicate in such a fabulous way. I can't say it enough. Work on your game. Today's episode is brought to you by our newest sponsor, AG1 by Athletic Greens. Now, you know me as a former pro athlete and a person who stays in pro athlete shape, still work out every single day, still have trainers, still running 10K races. I don't mess around with what I do with my body. I don't mess around with what I put in my body. So when I looked at AG1, I was looking at the label. And I noticed that it's made with 75 super high quality vitamins, minerals, and whole food source ingredients that deliver benefits such as mood, immune system, and sleep support, sustained energy, and so much more. And I love the fact that it comes every month, so I don't even have to think about uh, how much do I have? Uh, am I going to have enough? Am I going to run out at a certain time? And I also get the travel pack, so I don't have to miss any days. It tastes great. It doesn't have that nasty aftertaste that you get with some kind of any kind of supplements or if you're taking any pills or anything like that. You just mix it with some water and you feel good knowing that you've done a lot to take care of your health just by taking this every single day. So here's what I did to partner with Athletic Greens. If you want to take ownership of your health, today is a good time to start. Athletic Greens is giving you a free one year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase go to athleticgreens.com slash work on your game that's athleticgreens.com slash work on your game check it out for yourself you get your first order and you're going to get that free one-year supply of vitamin d five free travel packs and this can be your foundational nutrition drink that you take at the beginning of the day to get all those vitamins and minerals and nutrients that you aren't getting from your normal diet, from what you're normally putting in your body, you're going to get all of that taken care of at the start of the day, every single day. And you're hearing this from an athlete. You're hearing this from somebody who does not mess around with what I put in my body. And I don't mess around with what I recommend to my audiences. I only recommend you things that I will personally use myself and things that I can logically make sense of them making sense for me. So I will recommend them because I believe it'll make sense for you. So again, that link is athleticgreens.com slash work on your game. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash work on your game for your free one-year supply of vitamin D, five free travel packs with your first order of AG1 by Athletic Greens. Again, athleticgreens.com slash work on your game.
You are now tuned into the show where you learn the discipline to show up day after day to do the work, the confidence to put yourself out there boldly and authentically, and the mental toughness to continue showing up, doing the work, putting yourself out there, even when the success you've expected to achieve has yet to be achieved. And on top of all this, you get a huge dose of personal initiative. What is that? That is the go-getter energy that moves any one of us, including yourself, to go and make things happen instead of wait for things to happen. And then we put all this together into a series of frameworks, approaches, insights, strategies, and techniques all underneath the umbrella of one unified philosophy that is called work on your game. My name is Dre Baldwin, also known as Dre All Day. Welcome to the show. And today's topic is how to make another person feel heard. How do you actually do that? I'm going to explain how that's done, how that works, what you do, everything in between momentarily. But before we get started, let me remind everybody, I have a daily motivation text message. Yes, text message that I send out for free every single morning to everyone who's in my text community. This message is guaranteed to keep you focused, sharp, and on point. If you would like to receive this message, and again, I mean, why would you not? Text me at the following number, 305-384-6894. And tomorrow morning when I send out the next daily motivation text, because you are a member of my text community, that's the only reason why you're going to get this message. Again, that number's down below in the description. Now, workonyourgameuniversity.com. That is the next step for any of you who is ready to go to the next level when it comes to your career, when it comes to your business. If you're trying to transition right now, let's say you're in a certain space and you're trying to get to the next space, whatever that's going to be in your career, you're working at a job, you're in corporate, or you've had jobs here and there, never really a full-on career, but you're thinking about maybe doing your own thing. Maybe you've been doing your own thing, but you don't like how it's going doing your own thing. You want to do better at your own thing. Maybe you just want to make more money at what you're doing. Maybe you're good with what you're doing, but maybe you need to pick things up maybe more on the personal side. Maybe personally, you don't feel like your mindset or your discipline or your confidence or your mental toughness is where it needs to be. And then you know, if you get better at that, then the thing that you do, you'll be better at that. If any of those sound like you, or maybe something in between that I didn't specifically say. I want you to go to workonyourgameuniversity.com. Right there on that page, there is a button. If you just click on that button, you'll be able to schedule a time to get on a call directly with me, and we can talk about where you're at, where you want to go, what you are working on, where you think your biggest challenges are, and how we can actually deal with those challenges. All you got to do is go to workonyourgameuniversity.com. Again, workonyourgameuniversity.com. That link is also, guess what, down below in the description from wherever you are listening to this. And with all that said, let's get into today's topic, which is again, how to make another person feel heard. Now I talk about communication a lot on this show. I've done several episodes where we talked about communication and I wanna reemphasize to everyone that communication is more than just what you say. It is also what you are able to take in from other people, what you observe from other people. That's what you see and also what you hear. And if you look at your face, if you look in the mirror right now, notice that you have two eyes, two ears, and one mouth, which means last time I checked, that's a four to one ratio for what you can take in as opposed to what you can share and put out. So your ability to listen to another person matters a lot because when another person feels like you have listened to them and they feel like they have been heard by you, guess what they'll do? They well, now listen to you. And now you can say whatever you want to say and you can dazzle them with your eloquence and your amazingness and they will listen to every single word that you give them. Why? Only because of the law of reciprocity, because you have given them something, they will give you something. You give them your time and attention, they'll give you their time and attention. This is just wired into all of us as human beings. So this is a very important topic because making another person feel heard, as I've said, and I've said this in other episodes as well, this is a purely subjective thing. Another person feeling heard is purely subjective. That means it is completely dependent on how the other person feels and it has nothing to do with what you think you did or how you feel that you did it. So this is the softest of soft skills. 
your ability to make another person feel heard. You want somebody else to feel like they have been heard. They get to decide whether or not you succeeded at it or it's not up for debate. Like it's not a group decision between you and them. Did you hear them or did you not hear them? They get to choose whether you heard them or you didn't. I talked about soft skills in episodes 1772 through 1776. There's a five-part series that I did on soft skills. If you did not listen to those episodes, go to workingyourgamepodcast.com. You can pull up any episode in the history of the show that is not within the last 500 because all of those will be in the current feed wherever you're listening to this, Apple or Spotify, but then everything else you find at workingyourgamepodcast.com. So this soft skill, making people feel heard, this will become even more important the more people you have following you. If you are a leader and you have people working for you and working with you and you want to win friends and influence people, you must have the ability to make people feel heard because people are not going to be influenced by you if they don't feel like they can even get you to give them enough time and attention to show them enough respect that you will hear what they have to say. So you got to listen to them for them to listen to you. Point number one, today's topic, once again, is how to make another person feel heard. You must develop the skill of active listening. What is active listening? Difference between active listening and regular listening. So let's talk about what that difference is. Listening is what you're doing right now. Listening is I'm talking. The words are going into your head. You hear what I'm saying. If I paused it right now and say, what did I just say? You could repeat back to me what I just said. That's listening. All right. Most human beings have the ability to do this, but I want you to understand if you want another person to feel heard, you have to do more than just this. Active listening is a different form of communication that goes deeper than just hearing it. It's about you showing someone physically that you are paying attention to them and emotionally, that you're paying attention to them through your body language, through your eye contact, and also through what you say back to them when they pause while speaking. It's about you showing interest in another person's speech in the form of asking questions, questions that may lead them to continue talking, questions that may lead them to fill in gaps, repeating back to them in your own words what they have said so that they understand that you understand the point that they're trying to get across, whether that is directionally or emotionally, even if they weren't that great at getting their point across. Again, think about if you're talking to your two-year-old child, it may not be that great at articulating their point, but you get what they're trying to say and you want them to see that you get what they're saying because if they don't feel like you're listening to them, well, that's probably going to create a disconnect between you and your child. You probably don't want that. So any of you who has kids, you have the ability to actively listen because you had to do it when they were very very young and they weren't that good at communicating, you had to show them that you understood. All right. Understand that the human beings, the adults that you deal with are there the exact same way. Same thing you did with your child when they were four years old and they couldn't really get their point across that well, but you had to show them that you got it. You got to do the same thing with someone who's 44 years old. You got to do the same thing with someone who's 16. Do the same thing with someone who's 60 is show them that you are listening. Show them that you are paying attention. Show them that you get the point, even if they weren't that great at making a point. I'm pausing there because I want that one to sink in. When you are actively listening, you demonstrate an understanding of what your counterpart is communicating directionally rather than you just necessarily regurgitating their words. Like, let's say a court stenographer who writes down every word that somebody says, yeah, you can probably do that. And if you're good, if you have sharp brain acuity, you can listen to somebody say something and repeat back their words. But do you actually get it? There's a difference between hearing it and getting it. Everybody got that? If any of you has ever done an interview, you ever conducted an interview, whether you have a podcast, you got a TV show, you work in television, or you are an HR manager and you hire people, if you ever conducted an interview, you ever, again, hosted a TV show, done any form of coaching or any form of therapy, I'm talking about you're the practitioner in this space. You must be very good at this. You have to be very good at active listening because if the person you're working with doesn't feel like you're listening to them, well, they're not even going to keep talking. And If they're your client, they'll probably end up firing you simply because they don't feel like they're being hurt. Point number two, today's topic, once again, 
is how to make another person feel heard. So we got the active listening part down now, right? All right, number two is empathy. Point number two is empathy. What exactly does empathy mean? Having empathy is not the same as having sympathy. Empathy and sympathy are not the same thing. Definition of, I'm going to pull it up right now so everybody got. Definition of empathy is the ability to understand and share the feelings of another. All right, that's what it means to have empathy and is a very important skill to have if you want to be an active listener and make another person feel hurt. Definition of sympathy, on the other hand, is a feeling of pity and sorrow for someone else's misfortune. So these are not the same thing. Empathy and sympathy are not the same thing. I'm not telling you to have sympathy. I'm not telling you that you have to feel pity and sorrow for another person's situation. Empathy is the fact that you can see where they're at, you understand where they're at, and you can hold space for them to be where they are, even if you don't necessarily feel the same thing that they feel. Having empathy, again, different from sympathy. Sympathy is about you feeling the same way another person feels. So if they're sad, you start crying too. It's like if your three-year-old child starts crying, you got to start crying. That's sympathy. Empathy is about being tuned into the way another person feels and having understanding and acceptance for their feelings without you necessarily having that same feeling yourself. So again, as I said, your child is crying because they had to go to bed or because you made them put their toys away. That doesn't mean you had to start crying, but you understand why they are crying. That's empathy. You understand why they're upset. You understand that they're mad that they had to go take a bath or they had to go to bed. That is empathy. If you want another person to feel heard, you must be very good at acknowledging their feelings, even if you don't have the same feeling that they have. Now, some humans are much more in touch with their emotions than others. Some people are much more expressive of their emotions than others. And you're going to deal with all different types of people who are on all different points of the spectrum relative to you. So if you're a person who shares your emotions openly and wears them on your sleeve, you're going to deal with some people who are the exact opposite. They don't share their emotions at all. And you don't know if they even have emotions because they never display them. And you have to learn how to deal with those people. Meaning, The fact that they don't express their emotions that much, you had to kind of attune yourself to their method of expression. And you're not so far off from their way that you two can't even connect with each other and build a rapport. If you're in sales, for example, and you're a person who shows a whole lot of emotion and you're trying to sell to someone who doesn't show much emotion, you can't be that person full on showing 100 percent emotion all the time because there will be a disconnect between you and that person you're trying to sell to. And remembering that your job as a salesperson is not to do what you want to do. Your job is to collect money and sell your products. You got to do what is going to allow you to make a connection and build rapport with the person that you're sitting across from so that you can actually make a sale, which means you might need to tone it down a little bit. You might need to simmer down a little bit just so you can get on the same wavelength as that person. Now, if you're a person who doesn't show much emotion and you're selling to someone who shows a lot of emotion, you might have to turn it up a little bit so you can get at least close to being on the same page as that person so they can feel like they're talking to someone who is similar to them because people buy from people that we know, like, and trust. So when you can create some connection and show that the wavelength that they're on is the same as the wavelength that you're on, or at least close to it, they will feel more likely to buy from you because they're buying from somebody that they know, like, and trust. Again, people do not buy from people that they don't know, don't like, and don't trust. So sometimes you have to, you have to turn your volume up or down and you have to recalibrate your energy just to match where somebody else's energy is at. That's what empathy is about. And empathy can, does not necessarily have to be a negative energy about a negative feeling that somebody else is having. It can be a positive feeling. If somebody's very excited about something, you can turn yourself up at least some to pretend to be as excited as they are. Now, if you're pretending, they shouldn't know that you're pretending, but you know that you're pretending. Pretend long enough that they feel like you're on the same page with them so that you can accomplish your goal, whatever it may be, whether you need to listen to them, whether you need to tell them something, whether you're trying to get them to do something, whatever it may be in order to accomplish the goal. Because remember that we're in a performance and a results-based business. So sometimes you got to perform even when you don't feel like performing. You get it? That's empathy. 
And you got to produce results all the time because we're in a business that runs on producing results. I sent that out as one of my daily motivation texts one day in probably mid-March uh, 2023. So if you're not getting my daily motivation text, go to that number that's down below in the description and text me so you can get those texts every day. All right. So some people are much more in touch with their emotions or much more expressive of their emotions than others. And you have to calibrate and edit yourself as necessary to match other people's energy or at least come close to matching their energy so that they feel like they're talking to someone who is like them. And again, people like to do business with people who are like them, even if you're pretending to be like them. You just got to pretend long enough that they believe it. All right. So we're all in different points of the spectrum relative to everybody else. So empathy will allow you and help you to connect with other people, even when you don't have the same emotional style as what they have. So you just got to know what yours is and notice what theirs is and the different people that you talk to, they will all be in different spaces. And again, just turn your, it's like you're controlling the volume tab on your phone or when you're driving in the car, you know, sometimes when you're driving in the car, you might get out on the open highway, you turn the volume up really, really high and sing along to the music, but then you might be pulling into a residential neighborhood and it's very quiet. Maybe you don't want to announce yourself as you ride through the neighborhood, you turn the volume down a little bit. So it's just like controlling the volume tab on your phone or in your car, you turn it up or down as necessary. All right. So understand folks, even though I did say sometimes you got to pretend, sometimes you got to sell people on the fact that you're on the same wavelength as them, even if that's not the way you truly feel. Listen, we are in a performance-based business, people. All right, I want everybody to remember that. We're in a performance-based business, which means sometimes you just got to play the game. Playing the games means sometimes you have to pretend like something is interesting to you, even when it's not. You got to pretend that you care about something, even when you don't. You got to pretend that something matters, even when it doesn't, to you. Because again, if you're able to do this, and perform in this way. And it's a performance. It's like an actor or actress. When they say action, the actor or actress turns from being who they are to being the character that they're playing. They do that because the performance leads to the result. The result leads to the money and everybody has bills to pay, right? We all got food, clothing, and shelter that we need to take care of. That's playing the game. That's what we call this. Over here, work on your game. We call that playing the game. That means sometimes you have to pretend to be in a state that you are not actually in just to get the job done. That's the business that we are in. And there's nothing wrong with doing this. You're not hurting anybody. You're not lying to anyone. You're just doing what you need to do to achieve the desired outcome. We call that playing the game. I talk about this in episode 13, 14, hustle, learning to play the game, and also episode 12, 10. Don't complain, play the game. All right. So if you refuse to play the game and you just want to be exactly who you are all the time, listen, if you're good enough and you know enough people, maybe that can work because eventually you will sift through enough people that you'll just deal with the people who are similar to you. And if there are enough of them on the planet and you can do business with them, maybe that will be enough to sustain you. But if you like to open yourself up to the rest of the people on the planet, the other seven plus billion people on the planet, then I would suggest you learn how to play the game. Learn how to adjust yourself as necessary. This is the skill of empathy. Again, you don't have to be the excitable individual. You don't have to be the stoic. But if you can pretend to be either one as necessary at the snap of a finger, that'll help you do a lot more business with a lot more people. Point number three. Today's topic, once again, is how to make another person feel heard. Number three, hold space. Hold space. What does that mean? Holding space for a person is about giving them an environment in which they feel safe to express themselves, share their emotions, share their feelings, and feel as if they will be validated and respected for those emotions and feelings. That's what holding space means. Giving people an open space where they can be who they want to be and they don't feel judged or awkward or that they need to adjust themselves to fit what you want, but they can just be who they are and it's a comfortable place for them to do that. That's what holding space means. Some people call this a safe space, but I don't even like that term because it's not about 
them. It is about them feeling safe, but it's not about calling it a safe space because social media has been used to mean something different. I'm not going to use that term. So I'm going to use holding space because I want to say it the way that it needs to be said. I don't want it to be confused with safe space, which is some nonsense that I've heard in certain spaces that we're not going to talk about here today, but we have talked about here on the show, just to be clear, but not what we're talking about here today. Even if you don't fully agree with the person's emotions and feelings, you don't agree with why they have certain emotions and feelings in that moment. You can disagree with them, but still hold space for them and let them express themselves as they wish to do. All right, so I can disagree with you, but it still allow you to have whatever feelings that you want to have. I can disagree with your reason for having your feelings, but still let you have your feelings. This is what a good therapist and some, not all, coaches are great at. Holding space for another person, letting them express themselves how they want to about whatever it is they want to talk about, whatever it is they want to share. Even if you think they're completely ridiculous and out of line for doing it or letting them do it, they will feel more comfortable with you. Why? Because they know that when they're around you, they can be who they want to be and express what they want to express, even at their worst. And they know they're not going to be judged for it. They're going to look at you positively because of that. Good therapists have to do this for a living. Good coaches have this as part of their package. They might not sell it. They might not say to you, hey, I'll hold space for you. So when you're feeling and some crazy emotion, you can come to me and I'll let you do it. But they will do it without even telling you that they're doing it. The most important thing you do when you hold space for another person is you avoid judgment and you validate them feeling how they feel. Let me say that again. The most important thing you do when holding space for another person is you avoid judging them and you validate their feelings of how they feel. That's what holding space means. Again, even if you think they're wrong. When you're holding space, it's not about what you think. When you're holding space, is about letting them feel how they feel. And people will not feel heard if they feel they're being judged. Uh, that's the exact opposite of feeling heard, is feeling like they're being judged. And you can disagree with someone's perspective while still validating that they have the perspective or why they have the perspective. This may sound tricky to some of you. Like, how can I disagree with somebody by still validating their perspective? All right, that's why it's a soft skill and it's not a hard skill. And this is most difficult for males to understand than it is for females more difficult, let's say, for males to get than it is for females to get. I can validate your feelings that you think LeBron James is the greatest basketball player of all time, even though you are completely wrong, stupid, and ridiculous for thinking that, because we all know Michael Jordan is the greatest player of all time. But I can validate why you feel that way. I can validate your ridiculous emotions without telling you that it's ridiculous. I can hold space for you and say, you know what? I get it. I understand why you think LeBron James is the greatest player of all time. While internally, I'm rolling my eyes at you. Externally, I'm validating you and holding space for you to have that ridiculous opinion. I'm being tongue in cheek here, but you get what I'm saying. So that's why, again, this is a soft skill, not a hard skill. Hard skills are more measurable and you can look at it and kind of in black and white, see what's happening. A soft skill is more intangible. It's more of a feeling. It's more of an energy. It's more emotion based. So I can understand, give you another example. I can understand and validate why some people may be on board with the wokeism movement, why they want to go to a college campus where there's a safe space and there's a room they can go in where they can feel however they want to feel. Or they can say, hey, you owe me this because I'm this color and you're this color or this happened to my ancestors and this happened from your ancestors and we need to do this and that. I can validate why somebody may be on board with that movement, even though I think they're ridiculous and I disagree with their ideas. But I can validate why you think that way. I can tell someone that I appreciate why they believe a certain perspective, while at the same time, I don't agree with their perspective. I understand why you think that. Why? Because a good listener can understand where another person is coming from, even if you don't like where they're coming from. Everybody understands that? You could disagree with someone's perspective while still understanding why they have it. Right? And at the same time, when you're holding space, you hold back your disagreement. Because when you're holding space, it's not about you proving your point. Or your perspective is not part of the equation when you're holding space for another person. That's why it's called holding space. You're holding the space so that they can express. 
It's not your turn to express. Now, when someone's holding space for you, that's when you can let your point out. So right here on this show, all right, this is my space. All right, so I can say whatever I want to say. But if I'm coaching somebody, it's not about me giving you all of my severe intelligence. It's about me holding space for you to express what you want to express. And then when it's time for me to give you what you need, that's the coaching part. And that's when I can let you know what you need to know. But a good coach should be able to, you know, how much to give out and how much to hold back. Again, any of you want to get into that space, you need to have this ability, holding space for people, because sometimes people just need to express. Sometimes people just need to feel heard because they don't have anywhere else they can go in life where they can feel heard. That's you. All right. That's your job. Any of you want to get into therapy? This is also your job. Any of you are a parent. This is also your job. And also those of you who are bosses, those of you who are leaders, those of you who are mentors, if you are a friend, your friends need this space because, again, there are people you're going to deal with in life who they don't have anywhere they can go and no one to whom they can go where they can just be heard, not judged, and they don't have to listen to another person give them their feedback. They just get to give their stuff. They just get to say what they want to say and someone will just let them be and validate what they have to say, even if that person disagrees with them. If you can be that for another person, they will value you a lot because it is so rare these days, especially these days when everybody has a broadcasting station literally at our fingertips and everybody just wants to say what they want to say. Very few people are listening. So if you can develop the ability to listen, this is one of the most valuable soft skills you can have these days. Speaking is a very valuable skill, always will be. But your ability to listen makes you very valuable simply because so few people are willing to do it. All that said, let's recap today's class, which is how to make another person feel heard. This is an important topic because all of us have the ability to communicate basically with the world these days. Six degrees of separation is cut down to about half of that. So this is the softest of soft skills, your ability to make another person feel heard, meaning you have actually stopped talking, which is what everybody's doing these days, and you actually listen. Point number one, active listening. Listening is what you're doing right now. You can hear what I am saying. Active listening is a different form of communication where you are engaged physically and emotionally and spiritually in understanding where somebody is trying to go, even if they're not that great at actually communicating it. If you're a coach or a therapist, you must be very good at this. Number two, empathy. Empathy is not the same as sympathy. Sympathy is feeling what another person's feeling. Empathy is understanding what another person's feeling, even if you don't feel it yourself. Uh, you don't have to feel what another person's feeling to have empathy for them, but you can understand why they're feeling it. That's what you want to be able to do. So they're crying. You don't have to start crying. All right. But having empathy is about being tuned into why they're feeling that way and allowing them to feel that way and allowing them to express it and knowing that they're not going to be judged in the process. And you have to be able to calibrate your energy and your approach based on who you're dealing with, because people are on all different levels of the spectrum when it comes to emotional expression. Number three, holding space. Holding space for a person is about letting them feel safe to express themselves, their emotions, their feelings, and to be validated and respected for those emotions and feelings, even if you think they are completely ridiculous and off their rocker and stupid for thinking what they're thinking. You keep that in your head, but you allow them to feel safe to actually express it if they want to express it. Again, if you have children who are very young or have had children at some point, they were very young. You had to have the ability to hold space for them because you couldn't reason with a four-year-old. You had to let them feel what they wanted to feel, even if you knew or thought that they had a ridiculous idea, but you had to allow them to do it. So if you have ever done that with a child, understand adults are the same way. They're just bigger, older, they're better with words, but they need the exact same thing that that child needs. So you can understand and validate why somebody may have an idea that you disagree with. These are the adults you're talking to. While at the same time, you don't always have to prove your point to them that they are wrong. There comes a time and a space to prove your point to another person is not all the time. When you're trying to hold space for another person, you want them to feel hurt, hold back on your perspective and let them share theirs. And when they feel like they have been heard, then it'll be your turn to talk. All that said, text me 
Tell me the best insight you got from today's class. My number is 305-384-6894. And workonyourgameuniversity.com. That's where you take your next step. You want to work with me directly. You want to be coached by me. You want to get access to all the courses. You want to get the two physical mails you send every month. All of that is at workonyourgameuniversity.com. That is for the entrepreneurs out there, the professionals who want to be entrepreneurs, the seasoned entrepreneurs who you feel like you could be doing a lot better, whether that is in how much money you're making, the customers that you're serving, whether it's you want to change your business model, whether you're not sure you even have a business model, you're not even sure what you're doing right now. You're just trying to figure things out or you just want to get yourself to another level on a personal side. Maybe it's a personal development issue, your mindset when it comes to your strategies, when it comes to the systems. Maybe you want to get in better shape because you've been spending so much time on your business. You haven't been focusing on your relationships or your body or your health or whatever. All of that, work on your game, university.com. Any topic you heard me talk about here on this show, you feel like I can help you get better at it, go to work on your game, university.com and let's talk about it. Work on your game. Dre all day. I want you to send a text to this number, 305-384-6894. That is my direct text number. When you text me there, you'll be part of my texting community. And that means you're going to be receiving my daily motivation text, which I send out every single day to keep you sharp, focused, and mentally on point for the day in front of you. Send me a text at this number, 305-384-6894. One more time, 305-384-6894. Get daily motivation.